and welcome to Greater Refuge Temple DC, better known as GRTDC. We are so glad that you came to join us today and we're expecting a mighty move of God and believe that He will move into your life today. While you're waiting for service to begin, hit that share button to let your family and friends know that GRTDC is the place to be. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm John A. Johnson and I pray that you will be blessed by this service. Certainly we thank you, we praise God for this day that the Lord has made. Praise God, we're so grateful of God and we're so grateful to be here in his presence. We come, amen, to invite you to celebrate with us, praise God, our pastor birthday celebration. Amen. What a wonderful man of God. God has given us. Amen. So we come to celebrate him. Amen. And tell everybody how good and how wonderful he is. Amen. To us. God has given us a wonderful pastor and we really appreciate him. Praise God. And we want you. Amen. To celebrate our pastor with us. Praise God. Amen. God is so good for sending this man to us along with his wife, amen, to be our wonderful leaders, amen, in the Greater Refuge Temple, amen, here in Washington, D.C. Come on, give God a praise for him, amen. He's so good to us, and we thank God for sending such a man in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord once again. But truly, the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty is before him. Strength and beauty is in his sanctuary. We ask that you gather your hearts and minds together now as we go before the throne of God in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we say thank you today. For truly we are honored, oh God, to be alive. God, we are honored today to have our health and our strength. God, we take nothing for granted, God. We thank you today. We thank you for how you kept us, oh God, from seen and unseen dangers, Lord. You didn't let no plague come nigh our dwelling place. God, you're the God that brings healing to us. God, you're the God that brings fatness to our bone. God, you nurture us. You nourish us, oh God. And we say thank you because you're a good shepherd. You lead and you guide us, oh God. And we say thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because we know the times that we're living in are evil, God. We know, oh God, hallelujah, these are tumultuous times, oh God. These are times of trying times, oh God. We know, oh God, hallelujah, Lord, that we see your hand of judgment in the earth, oh God. Lord God, we know, oh God, hallelujah, that you are the Savior of the world. And God, we beseech you this morning, God. Oh God, on behalf of our family members, oh God, we beseech you, oh God, for those, oh God, our friends and our neighbors, oh God, co-workers, oh God, that are not saved, oh God, that they may take heed, oh God, and feel the urgency see of the hour hallelujah and seek your face oh god lord we thank you right now because you have saved us lord jesus you washed us in your blood lord god and you filled us with the 
precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Lord God, you didn't leave us out there. We were lost one time, but you had mercy on us, God. It was your long-suffering, your tender mercy, and your loving kindness that drew us in. And God, we're asking you today, Lord, to save, oh God. Lord, bring deliverance, oh God, to our sons and our daughters, oh God. Lord, let it not be everlasting too late, God. We know the times and the seasons that we're living in, but we're trusting in you, Lord Jesus, to continue to work the miracle of salvation, God. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you today, Lord God, for your blood still washes whiter than snow, God. Lord, you're able to reach those that are far and those that are near, God. We thank you today, Lord God, and we have our spiritual eyes on this morning. We see your kingdom is coming. It's nearer than ever before, even right now, God. And Lord, those of us that are in the body of Christ, oh God, those of us that's in your church, Lord God, help us to roll up our sleeves and work while it's day, Lord God. Give us understanding of what our purpose is right now, God. You have left us here, oh God. You left us here on the earth for this time, Lord Jesus. You understand, oh God, but we might not understand, but we look to you, oh God. Lead us and guide us, oh God. You're the lamp upon our feet. You're the light upon our pathway, God. Lord God, help us to be, oh God, in a place, oh God, that's in your perfect will, oh God. Even, oh God, as we find ourselves sequestered by you, oh God, to draw nigh to you, to get close to you, even in a time of quarantine, that we understand that we got to get close to you, oh God, that we ought to walk, oh God, take circumspect of where we are right now, God, oh God, that we will live a clean and holy, consecrated life, God, because you're coming back soon, you're coming back for your church, oh God, without spot or wrinkle, God, your word is right, and all your works are done in truth, God, your word is sure, oh God, Lord Jesus, we know heaven and earth is going to pass away, hallelujah, but you're not one jot or tittle of your word, and when you say you're coming back, you're coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle, God, we ask you, help us to be ready, God, help us to prepare our hearts, oh God, help us, oh God, to line up, God, for this is the hour, oh God, you're giving us time, oh God, to get right with you, God, as we look into your word, oh God, help us to search our hearts, oh God, help us to search ourselves, oh God, that we may be found clean, oh God, that we will find, oh God, ourselves adorned as that bride that you're looking for when you come, oh God, Lord, we thank you right now for deliverance, oh God, work amongst your people, oh God, bless the men of God everywhere, Lord Jesus. Bless the pastor of this, oh God, ministry, Bishop Michael Fields, oh God. Continue to anoint him, oh God. Continue to strengthen him, oh God. Give him the courage to continue to stand, oh God, as your watchman on the wall, God, declaring your truth, oh God. Help him to cry loud his prayer now. Help him, oh God, to be that shepherd and feed the people, oh God. Oh God, as you have ordained us to do, to feed your flock, God. We ask you, oh God, to bless each and every elder, God, in this ministry and abroad, oh God, that we will find our hands busy, oh God, to do that which you called us to do, God, to make the sacrifice where it's needed, oh God. Bless our assistant pastor, oh God. Oh God, Elder Young, oh God, as he continues to serve on the Bishop Field, strengthen him, oh God, to do whatever he is needed to do, oh God. We thank you today for all our families. Bless the deacons that serve faithfully. God, we ask you to strengthen each and every one of us that we would do your will, for this is the hour. The time is getting short. God, our eyes are open, oh God. It's high time to wake out of sleep. Oh God, help us to keep our minds sober. 
hallelujah, that we may think clearly and walk in wisdom of your word. In this last day, we, this is our prayer today. This is our prayer for salvation, deliverance, healing, and miracle. Oh, God, but only you can do these things. And that's why we beseech you today. Give us grace. Give us mercy. And we'll give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name that we pray. Let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, give your God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we're about to go into the word of God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to 1 John, the third chapter. I will read to you a few verses. Thank you, Jesus. Starting at verse number 11. And I'll just read down to verse number 18. Hallelujah. As we read these selected verses from 1 John, third chapter, 11 through 18, it reads as follows. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him? Wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his eternal word that it be sanctified in our lives that we may live thereby in Jesus' name. God bless you. Lord, we thank you. For being a providing God. For being a faithful God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. If I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to tell you how much I appreciate what you've done for me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. Never losing, never, never becoming short of your word. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Hallelujah. 
because that's what he's done. Yes, Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, Hallelujah. I thank God for saving me.
there. Hallelujah. Thanks for Somebody I say. Thankful to the Lord for all his benefits. All of his benefits. Fellowship with Jesus has benefits. I said fellowship with Jesus has benefits. Listen, I'm not talking health and medical. But I'm talking that you got benefits of a greater power. See, we go to doctors, and doctors are practicing medicine. But we serve a God that's a great physician. He is a healer, healer. I dare you to tell somebody and say, that's what it did for me. That's what it did for me. That's what it did for me. The old folks would say, you see, I tried him and I know him. And I found him to be a friend of mine. Yeah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, my feet get light. My feet in real life. Everybody come go
Come on, slip your hands right up. Come on, slip your hands up. Hallelujah. Come on, slip them up, slip them up, slip them up. Come on, go With my hands lifted up. And my mouth filled with praise. With a heart of thanksgiving. I bless thee, O Lord. Can you sing that for me, Sister Sean? With my hand. With my heart.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Certainly, we serve a wonderful and mighty God. God is so good day in and day out, how he blesses us and keeps us going on in Jesus' name. This is why I lift my hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. It is so good to be standing before you today giving God all the praise, amen, because he deserved all the praise, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, what a mighty God, we serve, hallelujah, hallelujah, it's offering time, we want to be a blessing to the house of God today, praise God, amen, we want everyone that can to join in with us, praise God, as we bless the house of God today, in the name of Jesus. We have, amen, it's crossing the screen there, how you can be a blessing, praise God. Amen, hallelujah, the different uh, areas that you can give in, amen, give your tithes, give your offering. And also, we want to be a blessing to our pastor, amen, and the $100, we want to give him a per person for a birthday celebration in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. God has been so good to us, amen. He has given us a wonderful pastor, and praise God, we want to show Amen. Hallelujah. And some appreciation to him in Jesus' name. Glory to God. So be a blessing with me today. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. you ready for the word glory to God heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away we are so glad to have celebrating with us today our guest speaker in the person of Bishop Jason Nelson praise God he will come amen and be a blessing to us and our pastor today praise God amen we ask you now amen to give a God a wonderful praise for our speaker of the hour, Bishop Jason Nelson. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, wonderful Savior. Glory to God. Greetings, this is Bishop Jason Nelson. Listen, I'm so excited to be celebrating with Greater Refuge Temple. Uh, my friend and, and, and co-laborer in the gospel, Bishop Michael Fields. Listen, happy birthday to you, man of God. A happy birthday and happy pastor's anniversary. We celebrate you. We celebrate your wife. To all of the leadership at Greater Refuge, so glad to be with you all once again. Listen, I'm believing for God to speak to and through us today. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, join me in what I think should be a very familiar passage of Scripture uh, in the book of Joshua, chapter number 3. The book of Joshua, chapter number 3. And uh, we want to celebrate the man of God today. Uh, Joshua chapter number three and beginning reading at verse number three. And here's what the word of the Lord would say to us. And they commanded the people saying, when ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, the Levites bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it. 
that ye may know the way by which ye must go. For ye have not passed this way heretofore. Last verse, verse number five. And Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Just for a few moments uh, to celebrate uh, the great bishop uh, fields and to celebrate this great house, I want to talk to you from the subject, next is a move. Next is a move. Next is a move. Uh, birthdays are always significant and anniversaries are always significant uh, because they are lines of demarcation from, uh, it's, they're, they're transitions from old into new, from, from leaving one year and entering into another. One of the things I love about birthdays and anniversaries is uh, they, don't, they are not always attached to the turning of uh, our Gregorian calendar. So from December into January, uh, we just celebrated a new year. And we, you know, at the end, uh, of, at, and we're in now another month, uh, the month of February. But, but it's important because when we deal with anniversaries, anniversaries uh, give us a transition even after another transition has occurred. That again, we get to leave the old and move into new. Uh, transition uh, is important because it is one, uh, a necessary part of life. Nobody gets to stay in one position for their whole lives, uh, but always and forever, we're going to be transitioning from one state to another. Uh, even as we grow as, as human beings, as individuals, you know, we go from infancy into toddlers, into, uh, uh, you know, eight to nine, ten-year-olds to the preteens and to our teenage years and to our early 20s, things that I, and, and once you turn tw uh, 21, you are considered an adult and then you have to walk out through the stages of your adulthood. We're always living through transitions. Transitions are inevitable. The Bible even gives us understanding that transitions are inevitable. The Bible says we go from strength to strength, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. So we understand that even as uh, people, whether you've been saved uh, a year, uh, two days, or whether you've been saved 30 years, the reality is we're always in transition. And it is in that place of transition where we recognize that the move of God is often occurring. I need us to understand that uh, whenever we transition, God always transitions us out of one thing and into another. The Bible says uh, that we're taken out of darkness, 1 Peter, into God's marvelous light. Out of darkness, into the marvelous light. And even this particular uh, pericope that we're preaching from today and, and speaking from today, it even details a chronicles for us transition. A transition from one state into another, from one place into another. But it is also a transition that, that marks, hear me, what God has already done. We've already seen the Lord take the children of Israel out of Egypt uh, and leading them to the promised land. But he goes out of Egypt 
through the Red Sea into the wilderness and then out of the wilderness into the promised land. Now we all understand that, that a lot transpired between leaving Egypt and actually making it into the promised land. The Bible even tells us that there were many, uh, really a, a whole generation of people who did not make it to see the promised land because of unbelief. So here it is. Let, let me see if I can and deal with this for a minute because uh, un, until we deal with the places in us that are shaky with regard to our faith, then it creates a barrier for us uh, before we can enter into all of the promises of God. Uh, Hebrews even talks about, I think it's Hebrews 4, even talks about the rest of God and that how many did not uh, leave their labor and enter into the rest of God because of their unbelief. So here it is. I want us to understand uh, that, that as we're about to transition, one of the things I want to tell us to do very clearly is I want to tell you, you need to build up your faith. This is not in my notes, but I believe that this is the word of the Lord for you all, that you got to build up your faith. The Bible tells us that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That word word there is not just the logos or uh, the, the written thought of the, the written word of God from the thought of God, the mind of God, the opinion of God into uh, the actual written book that we study and read. But that word there is the word rhema. And the word rhema is, is really this. It is the logos, the, the word of God, the idea of God that is expressed expressly about your particular situation so here it is so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the rhema of God so here it is God will give us a word to build our faith why do I need faith because there are going to be some instructions that God gives us as we transition out of one place to another transition is almost always accompanied by instruction I just preached real hard right there. I'm going to give it to you one more time. Transition is almost always accompanied by instructions. As a matter of fact, do me a favor. Type that in uh, the comment section right where you are and, to, and say transition comes with instructions. Transitions come with instructions. You know that you're about to leave one place and enter into another when the Lord begins to give you instructions. This is what happened with Abraham, uh, Abram rather, uh, in Genesis chapter number 12 uh, when God was, about, was ready to cause him to leave the state of Abram and to enter into the state of Abraham the Bible says uh, that God gave him an instruction and he told him he says uh, Abraham, Abram I want you to leave your country your kindred uh, your father's house uh, and, and I want you to go to a place that I'll tell you of and the Bible says that Abram departed he heard the instruction of the Lord he adhered to the instruction of the Lord and he departed and when he departed the Bible says even though it took about 25 years the Bible says eventually Abram is becomes or transitions into Abraham and even when he transitions into Abraham God gives him another instruction uh, 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 at this time according to the time of life you and your, your wife will embrace a son so we understand that transition comes with instructions and I need us to understand that instructions are key to conquering next instructions are key to conquering next. Next is a move, but I need to know what the move consists of. I need to know uh, what the, the move entails. Next is going to be conquered by the instructions you receive. What is next? Next is uh, that which is immediately adjacent, whether it be in time, uh, place, uh, or order. Uh, it is also that which is immediately succeeding a particular event or it is the first occasion to come. Uh, in this particular context, I want to talk about uh, next being uh, immediately proceeding. This is what happens after this moment. Next is what I want to talk about. And God is saying to us that we're transitioning 
into next. Transitioning from, from trouble, from the old, from the old systems, from the old way of thinking, and transitioning into promise, transitioning into performance, uh, because we need to understand that God, hear me, is on the move. And our responsibility is to move at the cadence of God. We got to move at the cadence of God. We have to move at the pace of God. Now, I need you to understand that when God takes you into promise, promise consists of territories that are going to be acquired by consecutive victories. One more time. Promise is going to be, uh, 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 is going to consist of territories that will be acquired by consecutive victories. Promise is a cumulative victory that you will get piece by piece. One more time. Promise is a cumulative victory that you will get piece by peace. But watch this. I cannot engage in promise unless I transition from the wilderness. One more time. I cannot engage in promise unless I'm willing to transition from the wilderness. Now let me help you understand. I believe that this is what the Lord is saying to you all. Bishop Fields, Lady Fields, uh, uh, Greater Refuge. I believe that this is what the Lord is saying to you. That wilderness, the wilderness has accomplished its purpose. What is the wilderness for? The wilderness is for proving it's for testing. Uh, it's for, from, uh, for purging the past and all of the vestiges of the past. This is what the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter number 8. God says, I took you by way of the wilderness to prove you, to test you, to show you what was in your heart. In other words, there are so, some of us, hear me, cannot enter into a promise until the wilderness has done its job. Hear me, uh, when we come out of Egypt, whatever our Egypt is, there are still vestigial natures that are attached to us that, 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 that come from and were birthed out of Egypt. And God understood for the children of Israel, if you're going to get to the place that I intend for you, if you're going to be able to manage and function well in the promise, you cannot function well in the promise while you're still dealing with uh, the issue that you had in Egypt. So God takes us through the wilderness to show us that we are not fully delivered from Egypt yet and to show us how to fully get delivered from Egypt. So watch this. The Lord shows us in the wilderness us. He shows me me. I can't fix what I refuse to acknowledge. So I need to deal with the wilderness because the wilderness shows me how to look at myself. Instead of pointing the finger at other people, the wilderness makes me be introspective about where I am. Again, the wilderness has done its job though. This is the word of the Lord for you. The wilderness has done its job. It's accomplished its purpose. It's proved. It has tested. It has purged. And hear me, the wilderness is also, according to the Bible, it is a place where cycles occur. Hear me. And the cycles, uh, again, uh, or, or, or all of the vestiges of the past that keep coming back over and over again because I have not chosen to be delivered yet. Hear me. The cycles are over. I need you to write that in uh, the comment section. Somebody just write out, the cycle is over. Uh, and I need you to say, put it in all caps for me if you don't mind. Just write down, the cycle is over. And when the cyclical movement is over, new instructions provide directionality. What do I mean? The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter number two, you've come past this mountain. You've been in this cycle long enough. Turn northward. I need you to go up. This is a call for you to come up. This is a call for you to go higher. 
This is a call for you to change directions. I know we've been moving east and west, but the Lord says, I want you to come up hither. I want you to get closer to me. I want you to develop a, a, a nature that is more like mine. I want you to come close to me. Come close to me. So here it is. When it's time for transition to occur, transition is a signal that the past is over. Transition is a signal that the cycles are done. Transition is a signal that the wilderness has done its job. The wilderness did what it's supposed to do. Now I need you to understand uh, the word of the Lord for you. Next is a move, but these next movements cannot be random. They must have precision attached to them. This is not about uh, being helter-skelter, going here one day and there the next, moving this way and then going back the other way. No, this is not a time for you to guess. This is a time for you to know exactly what the Lord is doing in your life. And the, the movements uh, are going to be articulated in the instructions that the Lord gives you. Hear me. The, the, the movements are going to be in, in articulated through the instructions. The instructions will give precision to your movements. And this is why this particular text becomes vitally important to us. Because here's what the Lord says. He says, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, the, the representation of the glory of God. When you see the glory moving, being carried on the shoulders of the priest, the Levites, here's the instruction, then you'll remove from your place and go after it. You'll remove from your place and go after it. That word remove in the Hebrew literally means to break camp. You'll remove from your place. Uh, leave the place you chose that's in the wrong place. One more time. I want you to leave the place you chose that's on the wrong side of the Jordan. The promise is over there. It is not where you are right now. When you see the glory moving, don't be stubborn. Don't be recalcitrant. Don't try to reconcile why you should move. But when you see the, mo the movement of the glory of God, it is a signal that we too are supposed to move at the pace of God. Here it is. He says, I want you to remove from your place and I want you to go after it. Watch this again. These movements are not helter skelter. They are precise. As the glory moves, that's how you move. And then he says, I want you to go after it, to follow behind it. That word go in the Hebrew is a word that means to walk, to come, to proceed, but it also means to, to become greater, to grow, to be more and more. In other words, as you move, you multiply. As you go, you grow. Here it is. God wants to increase you that as you transition, you're transitioning into a greater iteration of who you are right now. And I believe, Bishop, uh, as, as you are transitioning from one year to the next, this is a signal that greater is about to be released on you. Greater is about to be released on you. I need you to understand the Lord does not always give the full instruction of, of what the promise looks like. There are unknowns in the promise. And hear me, that is not a negative thing, but there are some things uh, that will be revealed as you go. And there will be real-time course correction to ensure that you continue moving in the direction of your next. That you continue to move in the direction of what God intends for you because next is a move now i need you to understand next is not a destination let me help you next is not about a destination but next 
is about you uh, uh, acquiring the promise. Next is about acquisition of promise. It's not just about a place. Why is this important? This is an imperative for you to grab a hold to. Why? Because if next is just about a place, when you get to a particular place, you will stop moving. But you got to keep moving. You got to keep going. You got to keep following after the glory of God. Because if next were a destination, movement would cease at a place. But the Lord is saying, no, when you see the glory move, you move with me. When you see the glory shift, you shift with me. I want you to move at my, at my pace. But watch this. Don't get too close. Don't get too familiar. Don't, don't think you can anticipate me because the Lord is saying, I'm taking you in a way you've not been before. I need y'all to hear the word of the Lord. The Lord is saying, I'm, I'm, I, there are going to be some things that I don't tell you until you're in the moment, which means you got to stay, uh, stay attached to my voice. Your ear has to be tethered to my mouth. Your eyes have to be tethered to the glory of God. Hear me. The last thing you want to do is be in the place where the glory used to be while the glory is moving ahead. The Lord says, pay attention to the navigation that the glory is giving you don't miss this next move because the glory is going this way and you went that way because you were not paying attention the Lord says I need you to shift when I shift to move at my pace but here it is this is what Joshua says Joshua says we're about to transition we're about to see God do something we've never seen him do before wonders are about to be released for us wonders uh, that word means something wonderful something extraordinary something that is difficult something that is unprecedented can I tell you that your next will house unprecedented things of God your next will house unprecedented things of God let me say it one more time your next bishop uh, greater refuge lady your next will house unprecedented things of God the Lord is about to show you that he's going to do wonders I promise you that this is going to be a year where we see miracle signs and wonders again in the church this is going to be a year where miracle signs and wonders are commonplace for us it's going to be a year where our testimonies are going to be attached to the doings of the Lord that breaks rules, that breaks concepts, that breaks ideologies, that makes preachers and, 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 and doctors rather, that makes doctors have to acknowledge, I don't know what happened, this must be a miracle. There is no medical reason why you recovered, it must be a miracle. The Lord is about to release the miraculous on your life, but he says, if you want to see the miraculous, I need you to sanctify yourself. I need you to get yourself together. I need you to be introspective. I need you to make sure that Egypt is fully out of you. I need you to make sure that, that you're not angry at God because you, he kept you in the cycle until change occurred. I need you to understand that there are some pieces of you that cannot transfer into your next. Hear me. There are some pieces of you, I'm going to say it again, that cannot transfer into your next. They, hear me. You have to be so attached to the voice of the Lord that you recognize that next is a move. Next is not what you're waiting on. Next is what you do. I just preach real hard. I'm going to give it to you one more time. Next is not what you're waiting on. Next is what you do. Next is not coming to you. 
You must go to it. I love how this text shows us very clearly that God could have done a whole bunch of things, but the Lord says to Joshua in Joshua 1, I believe it's in verse number 3, he says, everywhere the sole of your foot shall tread, I've already given the land to you. Watch this. It's your possession, but it is in your go that you claim it. Good God Almighty. It's already done. It's already yours. It's earmarked for you, but you must go and get it. You must go and grab it. You must go and acquire it. You must go and obtain it. It is not going to happen with you standing on the wrong side of the Jordan, but the Lord is saying to you, you've got to go after it. Next is a move. You cannot be stationary and watch God move. Not in this season. You, 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 you're not going to stand and watch it happen. This is not stand still and see uh, the, the, the works of the Lord. This is not that. This is the Lord saying, I'm giving you instruction to make a move. I'm giving you instructions to shift out of where you are into the place where you belong. And watch this. Here's the good news. I'm taking you to a land that is already prepared for you. I'm taking you to a land that has cities that are already built, that have homes that are already built, that are filled with the goodness of God, that where, where there are vineyards that are already been planted. Trees have already been planted. As a matter of fact, I'm going to let you taste what next tastes like before you even plant a seed in the ground. You're going to go in during a season of harvest and you never planted anything, but you cannot enjoy it if you stay on the wrong side of the Jordan and the Bible tells us and I'm done the Bible tells us that when they begin to follow after the Jordan that when the feet of the priests who were carrying the ark when their feet hit the edge of the Jordan River and the Bible says that this is the springtime so that the the mountain is melting and the Jordan is overflowing its banks the Bible says that the Jordan River literally goes in the wrong direction over a mile away so that the children of Israel are able to walk across the, the, the bed of the river on dry ground. I'm trying to tell you that God is going to remove your obstacles. God is going to remove the things that are keeping you from, from what he intends for you. God is going to hear me. His work is going to be to make sure that nothing keeps you from moving forward. Your job is to move into your next. God has the obstacles. You've got to take care of the movement. And God is doing something supernatural and our preparation is God I'm, I'm double checking my life I'm being introspective about me the places in me that don't look like you father I'm dealing with them the places in me that, 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 that literally don't correspond with your expectation, I'm checking it and I'm getting out of me. Why? Because next is a move and I don't want to miss the next move because I'm still dealing with the old me. I'm becoming something new. You're becoming something new. The Bible says in John 1 that he gives us power to become power hallelujah to transition from one thing into the next this is what jesus does for us he gives us power to not be the old thing any longer and i declare to you prophetically that that power is activated fully in you so that you can transition into the next best version of you so that everything god has for you for this season of your life you can not only hear about it but you can engage and enjoy it. Next is a move. Go after it. That's the word of the Lord. I love you so much. Thank you all for giving me an opportunity to share with you. I want to remind you one more time that next is not God coming to you. It's not God doing for you. 
but it's you doing what God gave you the instructions to do. I love you so much, Bishop, uh, Lady Fields, a greater, greater refuge. Thank you all for having me. I'll see you all soon. Glory to God. Amen. This is the opportunity for you now, praise God. If you want to be saved, this is your opportunity to come forth. Amen. Wherever you might be at this time in your home, you might be driving down the highway. Amen. We ask you to pull on this side of the road. Amen. And begin to call on the name of Jesus. God is everywhere, amen, that you want him to be. Glory, hallelujah. Call on him, and he will come and meet you there. God want to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Nothing like having the Holy Ghost inside of you. Jesus will guide you. He will direct you. He will do everything you need him to be for you in the name of Jesus. If it's healing that you're seeking after, God is still healing. Amen. Hallelujah. If it's your family, praise God. Hallelujah. Separated. God is still bringing people together in the name of Jesus. I know there's distractions sometimes, but God, amen, can fix that as well. Praise God. Amen. All you got to do is call on him in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. We have a pool full of water, praise God, here at the church. Amen. All you got to do, amen, is contact our administrators, praise God, and they will give set up a time that someone will be here to baptize you in Jesus' name. Glory to God. If you want the Holy Ghost, praise God. Amen. All it is is a phone call away. Somebody can tear with you. Amen. Over the phone. If you want to tear over Zoom, we can do that as well. Praise God. We want you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. If you just want someone to talk with, praise God. Amen. Have a phone number you can call. We can minister with you in Jesus' name. Praise God. Don't let this pass you by. Don't let this time pass you by in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, it's Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Grady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. The Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free and we're continuing the work 
Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.